G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, round 19, done and dusted, uh, and we will have a full review on Bloke in a Bar, and we'll have our rapid review coming a little bit later today, but uh, unfortunately we need to start the week off on a negative note uh, and talk about that absolute debacle yesterday between the West Tigers and the North Queensland Cowboys. We are always uh, on the front foot as far as defending referees um, and working against the referee bash culture, which I believe we have in the NRL, spoke about it quite heavily when it involved Brandon Smith um, a few weeks ago, and uh, it looks like there might have been another incident with Dane Gagai, which is disappointing, but we don't know the details of that one, so it remains to be seen. But uh, what occurred yesterday between the West Tigers, well, against the West Tigers, uh, you just can't defend that. I think that quite often, I think fans get very passionate with the outcome of their games, and I hear the word robbed um, thrown around quite a bit, and I always think it's a little bit over the top. I always say that if your team does everything right for the entire game, and it's that one ref- that one referee mistake that costs you that game, fair enough, um, and, and I still stand by that. But I'll tell you what, if there is a... If there's a moment where a team can feel robbed uh, yesterday, very hard to defend, and it really just was a complete and utter clusterfuck that last minute or so. Um, did the Tigers play the perfect game? No, they didn't. Uh, but that's a team, a bottom four team coming up against a top four team who put in their absolute best effort, the West Tigers. They had a sin bin early in the game, which I'll tell you what, I thought it was a bit controversial as well. I thought it was a bit harsh on them. I know that that's the sort of stuff that has happened this season. I still thought it was harsh, though, to be honest with you, when you consider other things we've seen this season and even this weekend. And for the Tigers to fight their way back into that game and hold themselves in it, and then to fight back in the last few minutes to score that try, I think it was Stafford Teller that scored on the right side, just sensational stuff. And had a few Cowboys fans message me and say, oh, well, that's what Adam Dewey gets for wasting the clock. I mean... Adam Dewey would have to be a moron not to do exactly what he did in that moment. Um, so I think that's a really shit take, to be honest with you. I think that's awful. Uh, we get to that kickoff, and the Cowboys put it up high to the right side, trying to tar- target Kyle Felt, uh, and he comes in, and it, it's Kapoa who... He, he only has eyes for the ball. I, I didn't see any footage of him looking at Kyle Felt. I'm happy for someone to prove me wrong on that, but he has eyes for the ball, and he heads infield, but he heads infield to the ball. He doesn't just head head infield to Kyle Felt. He's running towards the ball. And, you know, at the same time, the other side of this coin is credit to Kyle Felt. If the NRL is going to be this stupid to allow this sort of dribble to go on and you can take advantage of it for your team, I understand it sucks for the Tigers, but well done to Kyle Felt for, I mean, he looked like he got hit by a bus when, when, when he came into contact with him, which, once again... I don't like it. I don't like the way it's played out. I hate it for the West Tigers. I hate it for our game. But credit to Kyle Felt in that moment. Uh, just some eyes up there. Similar to Jerome Hughes on the weekend when he reached out and put the ball over the sideline. He understands the rules. He understands how this game works and where you'll get penalised and where you won't. Um, now, normally, that, Kyle, that that one yesterday in the West Tigers game isn't a penalty. But credit to Kyle Felt for giving his team an opportunity to win that game off that play. But a bullshit call. Absolute bullshit. And... You know, it was the wrong call, but it was the way that it went down that really annoyed me. And 
you know, Greg Alexander in commentary, I'm finding Brandy more and more irritating, to be perfectly honest with you, because I think he's getting very, very negative the older he gets. But I thought that his his frustration as that all played out yesterday was perfect, and I think it's how we all felt. Now, as I said, Adam Dewey, he, he, um, he used up as much of the clock as he possibly could on his conversion, which was fair play. He'd be stupid not to, as I said. Good on Adam Dewey in that moment. Hits the post, misses that one. Fuck, I really wish he would have he, he, he would have kicked that goal because then we don't have this issue at all. All of a sudden, the Tigers are then up by three points and they get the win that they deserve in that moment. Instead, it hits the post. Typical fucking rugby league to create a narrative like this and so typical for a club like the West Tigers to be on, on the receiving end of it. Cowboys kick off. This play happens. Dane Laurie catches the ball. He goes to ground. Cohen Hess lands two hands on him. Um, there was one second left on the clock at the kick. Time was up. And then I, I went back and watched it, um, and I counted how long between the time that Dane Laurie is on the floor with hands on him, so tackled, and the moment where the challenge comes in. And granted, the referee couldn't really hear what was being said uh, from upstairs, so he walks around for a little bit. The guys are all trying try, try, try to get in his face, try, trying to talk to him and everything. Um but it ended up being 15 seconds between the time that Dame Laurie was tackled. So when he was tackled, as in there was hands put on him whilst he was on the floor, I believe it was Cohen Hess put his hands on him. Um, so he's tackled in that moment. It took 15 seconds until the challenge came in. Now, at what point can you not challenge then? I mean, my understanding is that they've got 10 seconds throughout the entire game. Um, and, you know, we see players quite often – they're looking up at the screen to see if they can see a replay before they challenge and quite often doesn't get there in time so the opportunity goes past them. There's always such an urgency throughout these games to make sure we get the challenge and get the challenge in now. Do you want it? Do you not? It's always just chaotic to get that challenge in. But in this moment, 15 seconds after the guy was tackled, they're allowed to challenge. Now, the other side of it as well is that why were they allowed to challenge that call? I mean, and in any other moment throughout the game, if Dane Laurie gets tackled on zero tackle and he stands up, you can't then challenge that play. It's ridiculous. There is no rule at all that says that you can challenge that. It's never been part of our game ever since this challenge system was brought in, which I think has been very effective. It does have these moments where it's a complete and utter bed shit. But, I mean, it sounded like the, guy, the, the, the guys upstairs wanted to make that call, but they knew that the cow that the Cowboys would challenge it anyway, so they sort of put it, the emphasis on them because he came. The referee came back after listening to what they said upstairs and says, "Do you, you know, do you want to challenge this?" And he said, "Yeah." Judge Allen said, "Yes, one hundred percent." It went upstairs. I mean, I just can't even fathom how on earth so many things went wrong in these moments. And you know what? I feel for the referee because he's out on the field. It's all happening very quickly, but. The eyes in the sky that are trying to get through to him, and they, they even had a few extra seconds to take it all in and work out what was happening in this moment because he couldn't hear them. How on earth did they not just call full time? I just I can't believe that at no point, even when it went upstairs to the challenge, did they not say, hey, this was a complete and utter bed shit, we fucked up, you're not allowed to challenge this because there was nothing wrong with the play. You can't, I just, I can't even work it. I mean, when, when was the last time you saw a team kick to the corner and then the defending team come down with the ball in goals and then run out to the 20-meter line, and then the player, the, the, the team that kicks the ball is able to challenge the call and send it upstairs to see if there was an escort throughout the kick. It just doesn't happen. It's play on in that moment. 
you can't just challenge on any, you know, like we saw it at the start of the season where teams were, something would happen and then they would deliberately give away a penalty or force a knock on in that tackle so that it could go upstairs and be challenged. And the referees came out and said, if you do that and you are wrong, you will get Simbin because you're not allowed to do it. Because unless something goes wrong on that play, you're not allowed to challenge it. And nothing went wrong on that play. Dane Laurie caught the ball. If the referee wants to call escort, by all means, call escort. Call it straight away. The touch judge was right there. If the, if, if the touch judge calls escort, by all means, go for it. But why on earth was it allowed to be sent upstairs for a challenge in that moment when there was nothing wrong with it and the clock was out and it was past the 10 seconds that you're usually given to make a challenge. As I said, I very rarely believe that teams are robbed because there's so many things that happen in a game. There's so many errors, missed tackles, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that teams, that that happens to teams throughout games that I don't think you can honestly say that you were robbed by a referee. And the Tigers still made mistakes in this game. There's no doubt about it. But they had the absolute world stacked against them yesterday. They had to go up to North Queensland playing a top-shelf team all their origin players back. They had a player sin binned. There was really not much that went the Tigers' way, and they still managed to fight their way and grit their way back into this game and then for it to be taken out of their control like that. I mean, I would even question when... (sighs) Jesus Christ. When Adam Dewey was standing on the sideline kicking the goal, he let the clock wind down, right? It got all the way down to five seconds, which is all good and well. He kicked the goal, and then it stopped at one second. I mean... Did they? At what point did, did did they allow the clock to run again when the ball was in the air after he kicked it? Is that where the four seconds came from to then stop it on the one second mark? I just don't. I I, I wonder if we were at. I, I wonder if that kick went through. If that kick went through and the Tigers led by three, I wonder if it would have been the same sort of outcome if they even would have had the Cowboys kicking off after that. The whole thing just made no sense to me whatsoever. And you know what? It was a cracking game of football. It was a game that we all expected the Tigers to get absolutely smashed in. All of my same game multis heavily reflected that the Cowboys were going to absolutely give it to them. It went completely different to what we all anticipated. It was a cracking game of rugby league. It was some really good try scores, some cracking performances. The excite, the way that it finished was super exciting, an upset story. It was unreal. And now we're not going to remember any of that. Stafford Toa in his young career, what a try. Dane Laurie, some of the plays that Dane Laurie came up with in the last five minutes, we're not even talking about it. We're not even discussing it. Adam Dewey coming back from injury, coming back from an ACL injury and everything, finally finds his way into this team, comes up with the match-winning play to offload to Dane Laurie and, and send them down the right edge. And we're not even going to talk about it because the referees are taking the limelight away. As I always say, I hate the ref-bashing culture we have in rugby league. I absolutely hate it, and I will forever be fighting against it. But there is no doubt the referees make mistakes here. I'm not hiding away from that in any way, shape, or form, and I think this one is probably one of the bigger ones because, for me, this wasn't even a decision that was made at rapid speed. It happened really quickly. This took 15 seconds for them to come up with this. This took 15 seconds for them to allow them to send it upstairs for a challenge, which they shouldn't have been able to do. And the the, the referee up in the box should have been saying in his ear, they can't challenge this. They simply can't challenge this. And somehow it still got to them. And then they looked at it three or four times and they decided, and this is what really shits me the most about this play. They decided that Kapoa made the decision to take Felt out. 
you, you can't assume that you know what a player's doing. The evidence in front of you showed us that he was running in the same direction as where the ball was going and he had eyes on the ball, not on Kyle Felt. I don't understand how the guys up in the box who shouldn't have let it be challenged in the first place, and they did, sat there and, and decided that they could somehow get in the mind of Kapoa and know what he was doing, despite there being no evidence of him doing that in any way, shape, or form. It would make sense for him to do that. Don't get me wrong. But there was no evidence of it. At no point did he look at Kyle Felt. From what I saw, you look at where he was running, he was running in the direction of where the ball was going. I think it's a really, really bang average call. I think Tigers fans, I think you you are well and truly warranted to be disappointed, pissed off, and really upset with how this played out because your team, you guys deserve to win that game yesterday. Um, and, you know, I know there's a lot of people that want to push that everything always goes the way of the top teams. The teams are at the top of the ladder, and I hate that argument. I think it's bullshit. But when you get stuff like this that happens – Fuck, it's hard to push back on that noise and to find common sense within it because you just kind of feel like this sort of thing would never happen and go the way of the Tigers. You know, that's sort of been sort of been the way the tide's been for quite some time, unfortunately. I feel for you West Tigers fans, as I always say, you always deserve better than what you get because you're so fucking loyal, it's not even funny. I know Tigers fans that went all the way to North Queensland for that game, and good God, the NRL should be paying for their flights, accommodation, and everything because that is one of the great bed shits of all time.